welcome to another episode of Bridging Chicago. This is part two of our series with Chicago Cares and the Northwest Side Community Development Corporation. Be sure to go back and listen to part one if you haven't had a chance. Let's hop back into our conversation with these two amazing organizations. Um, Patricia, can you tell us how the formation of the partnership between Chicago Cares and Northwest Side CDC occurred? Sure. Um, well, back in 2017, Chicago Cares launched what's called the Community Investment Strategy. Um, and that was able, an opportunity to be able to go deep into the south, west, and northwest sides of the, of the city of Chicago. Um, and that was really important to us um, to be able to build volunteer capacity where we could be more transformational to the neighborhoods that have what Fabian was talking about a little bit ago, uh, developing community plans or comprehensive plans. And that's something that we really wanted to be able to engage with, um, to be able to figure out how, what are some different ways that we can, with our volunteers, be able to support our different neighborhoods. And so Belmont Cragen was actually one of the neighborhoods where we had existing relationships uh, with the Northwest Center. And so the Northwest Center was able to uh, introduce us to the Northwest Side Community Development Corporation. The Northwest Side CDC, as Fabian mentioned earlier, is an affiliate of the Northwest Center. Right. So this is a, um, we had an opportunity to think about where was there um, an opportunity to be able to continue to support around placemaking initiatives and um, have an opportunity to build relationships with our community partner in Belmont Cragen. And that's how the partnership decided, uh, started to form with the Northwest Side Community Development Corporation. We also support uh, other community partners in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood as well. And so something that I do want to say is that um, transformational is very key for us. Um, a while back, you know, I remember I ran into somebody and said, you know, Chicago Cares was really known to be more like transactional, one foot in and one foot out. And so we truly have shifted gears to be more of a transformational uh, nonprofit community organization where we could support and follow the lead of our community partners mm -hmm. and also um, being able to challenge ourselves, challenge our volunteers to think about what does it truly look like to be transformational and support our community partners, to be sustainable and develop true uh, relationships with our community partners as well. And so that's something that we continue to work on is how can we be a transformational uh, organization to be able to support our community partners on their um, developing community plans. And to really engage with them. Yes, it's very important for us to engage with our community partners. It's important for us to be active listeners. Um, we really truly believe that our community partners we follow the lead of our community partners, but it's really important that the voice of our community partners is being lifted and that is in existence as well. Mm -hmm. And that community residents are able to, as Fabian mentioned earlier, participate in the decision-making process right. um, to make the decisions that they want to see in their neighborhoods and in their communities. And we're here to be able to walk along the journey with our community partners we believe in serving with and not to right. community. And it's really important for us to walk in the journey. And something that we truly believe in is how is it that our volunteers can walk in that journey? 
it's 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 a journey that we are with with our volunteers and community partners, and that's something that we truly believe in when it comes to our mission, the different ways that our volunteers can serve with our community partners. Um, and when I hear you say this, Patricia, it echoes what Ellen said in our first episode and what Rob said in our second episode. It's that you echo, you know, exactly, you know, maybe in different words, but same thing, you know, you, you want to walk with your partners. You want to, yes. you know, be a part of them. Yes, we truly believe in that. We don't want to be telling our partners what they should be doing. It's right. really about walking together in this journey and thinking about ways that we can partner together uh, at the end of the day to be able to lift up the city of Chicago in different ways that we can. Mm-hmm. So um, Fabian and Patricia both, I'd like you both to speak to, um, as to this, but can you tell us how the partnership between both of your organizations has um, enhance both organizations. Yeah, Patricia, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I would say that you know our uh, partnership in terms of just really looking at um, volunteers saying that they have been able to um, have an opportunity to be educated around uh, the Belmont Cragen neighborhood to be able to bring awareness of what's been happening and the amazing resources that Belmont Cragen does have as well. And so I think that the partnership of having an opportunity to work with the Northwest CDC um, to bring along our volunteers, to be able to support with different types of resources and hearing the stories of volunteers saying, you know, I, I, um, I didn't know that this was happening in Belmont Cragen. And in order for us to know that this was happening is it was an opportunity to be able to serve in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood. Um, and that could be anywhere from a small business coaching, um, supporting with placemaking efforts, beautification efforts. And I think that that partnership has really built, um, has really given an opportunity for volunteers in the city of Chicago to be able to see that Belmont Cragen is right next door to you. It might even be your your neighborhood right next door to you mm-hmm. and an opportunity to be able to continue to serve in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood and volunteers to continue to be able to partner with the Northwest Side CDC. Yeah, um, thank you so much, Patricia, for saying that. Um, I think for us, um, Chicago Cares is a way to build capacity, but also really think about the long-term, you know, vision for the CDC and how we can be a little bit more efficient. And so, you know, I think my first project with uh, with you was, or with Chicago Cares was the uh, the mosaic that we were building. Um, and that was, you know, before my time leading up to it, but working together and finding like a place in the neighborhood that would house this. And, you know, we uh, weren't, very, you know, we're a small organization. We were fairly new and, and didn't have much experience in, in uh, being able to recruit volunteers. Um, and that's where Chicago Cares came in. Or, uh, you know, after that was Mercado in La Noche, which was our first ever uh, night market in the parking garage. It was the first um, really event that we had ever really done. Like we had done one m- m- uh, mural unveiling. It was, you know, in a parking lot. But to this scale, that ended up bringing over a thousand people 
um, right? It wouldn't have been possible without Chicago Cares' volunteers and text banking and being there to support our event through marketing and through, um, you know, even just idea building on like, oh, we would like to do this. And, you know, Patricia would know, oh, actually, you know, because of my relationships in these three neighborhoods, here, let me find someone I, I heard or I've worked with this person. Um, and, and, you know, thinking long term, you know, we would love to be a service enterprise. And part of that is working with Chicago Cares and their consultants to be able to create a long term recruitment um, strategy for volunteers, but also retention and um, and then recognition. And so that way, you know, as much as I love our relationship, hopefully maybe we lean less on Chicago Cares because we they helped us build up the CDC to where we can reach out to our own volunteers or our own um, artist relationships that we have. Um, and so, you know, for us, it, it really is just they support, you know, we have an idea and sometimes we need, need a little help. And then Chicago Care comes in and lends us an extra hand and, and helps us push our events or our even business advising uh, a little further than maybe we even thought it was going to reach. Right. So yeah. Um, and our, our hopes is, is, is a support system while you need it and when mm -hmm. you need it. Absolutely. And I think um, I think we'll talk about this in a little bit, but our Dia de los Muertos yeah, event, like, you know, definitely. yeah, uh, um, I you know, ask before you go oh. on to that, because I, I thought of another question. Um, yes. How has this partnership um, helped the Belmont Cragen neighborhood grow both physically um, as far as uh, residents, businesses? Have you seen a growth? Yeah, um, you know, I would say when we uh, were in the middle of the pandemic and towards the end of it, we had lost um, close to 15% of our businesses. I think mm -hmm. it was like 13 um, or 14. And that was, you know, that equated to 150 businesses yeah. that we lost. Um, and, you know, we we understand that, you know, we the CDC cannot take the uh, or Chicago cares the credit for all of this. Right. But. Um, now, as of right now, in September of 2022, we have close to 1,200 businesses. And so we've grown a lot. And that, you know, part of that is um, through our Mercado series, again, finding these vendors. And those, a lot of, you know, some of those vendors have become uh, incubees in our Crescet incubator. Okay. Um, and, you know, physically, we have uh, mosaics that we've created in the neighborhood. So instead of um, having, you know, underneath the metro station, which can be a little dark and um you know you know you walk through there now it's beautified through this mosaic through this partnership and so while you know whether you're driving or biking or walking through that metro station you're able to see that and that mosaic is actually uh it was voted on by the community created by the community but supported by the cdc and chicago cares um and then another way right is we did the um we uh, or Chicago Cares facilitated Belmont Cragen business owners with Austin business owners and kind of doing a, a cross pollination of ideas or how they've grown their businesses uh, and and then being able to take that back uh, and now our business owners actually stem you know created ideas stemmed from that session and we would love to do it again um, because it was so successful. So it's like other business owners helping other business owners. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do you think there's been a uh, influx in residents? 
Do you think more people want to stay, more people want to come into the neighborhood and live? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, we um, we are doing our best to um, make sure that the residents that want to stay here can and the residents mm -hmm. that are staying here get to enjoy it. And so, again, that's where our events come in. And, you know, we instead of people having to go out of the neighborhood or re realizing, oh, well, maybe Belmont Creek doesn't have the amenities that that I want or that I need. Um, right. We're we're really focusing on bringing those in. And so mm -hmm. sometimes that means getting 13 miles of protected bike lanes. So now residents can be a little less car centric and um, bike to their grocery store or bike to their church or get on a scooter. Um, and so now they don't they don't have to rely on that car or go to another neighborhood to uh, get these restaurants, right? And so we also have different uh, events or marketing strategies that we have so that residents can realize all the diverse food that they have so that they don't have to go to other neighborhoods if there's a cuisine that's missing and they realize, wow, there's a Peruvian restaurant that is in Rogers Park, um, but that's too far. Oh, wait, actually, there's a Peruvian restaurant two blocks away mm -hmm. from me, and it, it tastes just like home. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we, we you know, again, through, the, through that and through our business advising and through our rental counseling, we do our best so that residents can stay here and not be displaced by anyone wanting to come in. Right. So now let's talk about um, your next event, I think, um, coming up that Chicago Cares is... Um, working on with you for, uh, and this is going to be October 22nd and 29th. Yes. So talk about that uh, with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's, uh, it's a two part Dia de los Muertos event, um, in partnership with Chicago cares. And so, um, we are, and other partners as well. So we're working with, um, Steinmetz high school to be able to bring in high schoolers as well, um, bring in residents and then even outside visitors. And so, um, for context, this is actually a, an event funded partly by the city of Chicago through uh, the Neighborhood Access Program okay. that was unveiled last year. And it was to bring art-specific events in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, we, unfortunately, Belmont Creek can be an arts desert at times. And so we are actively looking, again, through these events, finding artists that perform or that create murals that can uh, facilitate community murals. And um, help people paint or loteria. And so um, we, this was a way to bring art specific events, uh, art specific events to Belmont Cragen. Um, but we were thinking, how do we flip the script again, like always thinking, how can we be innovative or how can we make sure that this is a little bit more with community engagement or working for the community. And so we thought instead of bringing one event, what if we bring multiple, what if we bring ones that actually just aren't specific to, um, you know, a culture, but multiple. And so we brought in uh, Dia del Nino um, back in uh, in April, and then we had um, the Dia de los Muertos. We had a, a Speaker Truth writing poetry workshop that was facilitated by Mexican artists. Um, and then we have uh, a, a community paranda, um, which is going on in, in December. But with Dia de los Muertos, uh, again, all of these events, we wanted to create an educational component. Not everyone is Mexican, not everyone is Ecuadorian, not everyone is Puerto Rican that lives in Belmont Cragen. And so how can we create uh, educational components? And so the 22nd is going to be a time for us to create a community altar together um, with an, facilitated by an artist who can um, describe the reasons why or the history of community altars uh, or altars in general and mm -hmm. Dia de los Muertos traditions. And then the 29th, a partnership with Steinmetz. Um, we're trying to convert the 
uh, the school because they have a Dia de los Muertos art curriculum and use and create um, a makeshift art gallery. And so the high schoolers can present their work to the community, but also get to educate and say, you know, I created this uh, painting or I create, you know, recreated papel picado. And this is why, you know, it's important to you, Dia de los Muertos, or this is what it signifies. Um, while also having that community altar that was built on the 22nd will be at the 29th. And now we're going to have a one-stop shop where people can print out their photos. They can get a free sugar skull or free marigold flowers or uh, Mexican candy, and they can have those from the vendors and actually place them on the community altar. And, and throughout the event, you'll see it get bigger and bigger and filled with more, um, more photos of, unfortunately, the loved ones that we've lost. Um, and, and then those vendors that are providing those for the community altar, you can, they'll be able to go to them and actually create, we're creating a one-stop shop for your personal altar at home as well. Um, so what, what kind of impact do you see all the, the events that you have and the timing of them? What, what kind of impact do you see on, on the community? Yeah. So, you know, the, we try to be intentional with all of our events to the best of our ability. Um, and so, you know, for this specific one, we hope that um, people that ha you know, are from Mexico and moved to Chicago, um, they get to experience uh, an event like this again um, for maybe their kids or their cousins or friends that, you know, maybe are younger and they were born in the U.S. and didn't get, an, you know, haven't been to a Dia de los Muertos event. Now they get to experience one and, and know what it's like. Mm -hmm. And for um, non-Mexicans or visitors of Belmont Kraken, well, now they get to, you know, again, they get to experience it. But that educational component, make sure that we're doing it in a very respectful way. Yeah. Um, with business owners, now they, they get to sell some of their goods and, again, putting their name out there. And... Um, and I think overarching, it's it's making sure that we're continuing to create a community in Belmont Cragen. Mm -hmm. And again, instead of people having to go to Pilsen or Little Village or um, even sometimes Logan Square or in most that could be far, right? We're the only ones doing it in in this far into the northwest side. Mm -hmm. And so now the community gets to have an event for them created by business owners and residents and, and uh, that live in the in, in Belmont Cragen and, and are the ones that hand built this altar so as opposed to going to another neighborhood. It's yeah. an event in your community created by your community. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, Patricia, is there anything that you would like to add that maybe we haven't touched on that you feel is important that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I think also the uh, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead event, um, we are piloting our for the first time, this is also going to be a collaborative fundraiser. We want to make sure that this, there's also sustainable funding that continues to come through so that we can continue to have um, and collaborate on these types of cultural events in the community as well. And so we've also, um, our hopes is that we have our um, some sponsors that will be able to sponsor this event and that we're able to see that there's definitely a successful event to continue to be able to offer these types of events. And we know that with that, it's, it's also the support of, of, of funds and, and fundraising. So we want to continue to do that. But I, I just um, want to say that I really appreciate our partnership with the Northwest Side CDC. It's also uh, very symbolic for us to continue to partner with our community partners in Belmont Cragen um, and to be able to collaborate 
around different ways that we can support um, the local communities. Mm-hmm. And Fabian, um, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us that is that we might not have touched on that you feel is important for our listeners to know? Um, I think the just the last thing that I would want to talk about is you know um, we try and make sure that we are respectful in every way um, to all of our events, right? And we think something that we uh, are very careful about are making sure that we're not like, I think, pimping out our culture for visitors to come in and and bring money or, right? We, these uh, events, these traditions are very important to our residents or Mm -hmm. to people that live in Belmont Cragen. And so wanting to make sure that we're respectful in the way that we do that is by working with, you know, uh, an artist that is knowledgeable in this, um, b- uh, making sure that all the music is created by uh, neighborhood bands, um, and then again, working with our vendors. So we try to just make everything as local as possible. Right. Uh, and again, having that intentionality, even with our Mercado series and the way that we do it, like we, you know, working with what we have and instead of closing, uh, right, uh, we don't have a, a big venue that we could potentially have an event at, but we have a parking garage. And so how do we take that back uh, and, and make it for our residents? Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing with, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and just, you know, we understand that sometimes it's, it's baby steps in these right. larger initiatives that we want to do, but we just have faith that it will roll, you know, snowball into something and people will see their work and, you know, we're, we're very lucky that we have community partners and, and residents that are very engaged in, in this, uh, in the neighborhood. Um, and so they, they make sure to help us out in any way that they can. Right. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. like you, your community is very engaged, um, which is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. Be sure to visit www.bridgingchicago.com to check out all of our episodes and find ways to connect with our guests. You can also visit us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, where our handle is at Bridging Chicago. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago, as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solution Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including, but not limited to, or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceeding. 